0: Live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O, morning radio for the entire capital city. This is LNK Today with Jack and Friends on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN.
1: All right, greetings. Welcome in on a Tuesday morning, April 18th, 2023, 46 degrees in the capital city. I uh, got a good show for you today on a Tuesday morning. Joe Jordan, News Channel Nebraska, joins us as well. Got time for you during the eight o'clock hour as we are uh, open. We can get into some of the, the things that are on uh, both yours and our mind here this morning during the eight o'clock hour. In addition to your morning drive, count down the five things you're going to be talking about today. Sound off. And, uh, don't forget, be listening throughout the day for your chance to win spring game tickets. We are, uh, playing a sounder. It'll give you an opportunity to get those spring game tickets. Could happen anytime throughout the course of the day's programming on KLI. And so keep your ears tuned for that.
2: Our first winner yesterday was Holmes Lake Doug.
1: Holmes Lake Doug, congratulations. You are going to the spring game on Saturday and, uh, enjoy the, uh, Enjoy the hopefully weather forecast looks a little decent, a little more decent right now. 52 degrees and sunny skies for Saturday uh, right now, though, 40 and uh, or excuse me, 45 degrees now and upper 70s. As you heard today, uh, it'll be windy, but you knew that
2: you got to get to the game on Saturday so you can see in person the for for the first time new Herbie. Because yes. that's, that's the first time we will see new Herbie. We still,
1: that's all that is left. That's all the mystery that is left in the transition in branding from the University of Nebraska. That was unveiled yesterday. New old Herbie, old new Herbie, anyway, is back. I said new look for an old friend. New new look, new look for an old friend. Blonde overalls Herbie is back. Brunette uh, jeans and polo
2: Herbie is out. Did you, did you did you see the article on uh the Husker Max site all huskers uh and you can you can actually find this at klin.com as well that our friend Dave Fight wrote he wrote an actual obituary like oh, you, yeah. like you would see in the paper I
1: didn't see that that's good that's good I uh you know it was uh Brunette jeans and and uh, as I called him yesterday, ranch-themed bed and breakfast. Herbie <laughs> did his part for Nebraska sports, and now he gets retired to the to the mascot graveyard, uh-huh. I suppose. And I'll see what Dave said to uh, to eulogize him. But yeah, going uh, going forward, uh, and uh, you know what. M- mascot, uniform, branding things are always, you know, it's, you always risk having a big sort of mixed review with that visual branding thing. But I'll tell you what, yesterday seemed overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly positive from a Nebraska yeah. fan base that often gets divided on the little things.
2: The, the, this fan base can, if you change the shade of black on an alternate jersey will lose their mind right but but. you you bring back something that is familiar that really unless you are i guess gen z didn't grow up on this herbie but they saw the retro stuff that their older siblings or parents were wearing and grandparents were wearing most of us grew up on this herbie yeah This, this is the 50th year of this herbie so for a lot of folks whether you were really young when it first came out, or this is kind of the only Herbie you really knew throughout your life. Now it's just a little bit updated version. This this one's uh, worked out a little bit, but still looks pretty good. And this is, it's familiar, is what it. Uh, is. Well, I th- thought they did
1: a good job of you know tweaking it as they saw necessary with some small things, but making it. I, I think it is, unless you have a very uh, detailed knowledge of of growing up with old Herbie. Most people are going to look at it and think it's the same, basically uh-huh. the same as the old one. Of course, the the differences are that the what the hat is like more anatomically correct for a hat compared to the last one. Now, as an n, it
2: doesn't o- look like a caricature of a hat. And now,
1: <laughs> as the n on the hat, no more okay sign. Now it's number one. It's stupid that they had to do that. Uh, in my opinion uh-huh. but i get why they felt like they had to um and then and then i took a few pounds off him yeah that's it and so that's they added a, it to me though that, yeah i yeah, mean they,
2: they spread it around me to too. a lot of us
1: <laughs> it was 20 it was 20 years away and herbie lost 18 pounds uh, <laughs> that was a averaged about one pound per year of being gone but now uh,
2: I want to know why Herbie can play pretty much any sport in overalls, but not basketball or wrestling.
1: Yeah, th- that is uh, one. They they released sports well, they specific.
3: Could, he could in wrestling. They, yeah, but, yeah. but not yeah, wrestling. They, yeah. they put
1: in sports <laughs> specific Herbies, and uh, some of them are. There was a lot, especially positive reaction to golf Herbie. Oh, where people love Leaning golf on a golf club that all the golfers in the world are. Clamoring for a golf shirt with a little logo of golf Herbie. Uh, I liked baseball Herbie. Uh, he's carrying the bat, just kind of resting it on his shoulder. I think he also looks like "get off my property," Herbie, as well.
2: That's my uh, gangs of New York Herbie.
1: <laughs> so I, I like those. But you're right. He's wearing the actual. He's wearing the overalls, except for in the uh, wrestling. Uh, the wrestling Herbie, where you know you can't really. There's no real equipment in wrestling other than the the singlet and the what the thing that covers your ears, whatever they call that, a helmet. I don't know what they call it, but uh, you headgear, yeah, headgear. So the singlet is kind of the only thing you can give him to Actually, delineate.
2: I would have loved to see him and just give him some headgear.
1: The, they wanted to keep the hat on, so bat. But bat. It's a good question. Why is basketball Herbie wearing the a basketball uniform, wearing the shorts and the tank top? And no other sports is he wearing the actual uniform of the uh, of the sport. Uh, We needed to see
2: Herbie in the uh, the volleyball uniform.
1: Nobody wants that. We needed it. Nobody wants that. So Uh, anyway, they hung flags around Memorial Stadium yesterday with the uh, new (laughs) Herbies. We
2: got a highlight video of them swapping the Highlight video
1: of swapping the flags out, and now the only thing that's left is to figure out what the actual. Uh, fuzzy mascot itself is going to look like what the face of it is going to look yeah. like. We've we're able to tell from the video what the most of the rest of it looked like. I'm excited and
2: Saturday to, we'll to see, get there and see
1: it. We'll see if we got we have the uh yeah. I'll be fascinated to see if that one has the feel of has the feel of the physical past mascots, because that, even that version of Blonde Herbie changed a little bit uh-huh. from the early 80s to the late 80s to the 90s. There were a few versions of that, and so it'll be interesting to see which one that feels most like.
2: I'm also uh, curious how they're going to do the first appearance. Is it when you show up at the stadium, like when you would already ha- now have, uh, when you would have had Brunette Herbie and Lil Red just walking around? Yeah, You're probably not going to do that with, with the unveiling you're gonna wait until maybe oh the they'll have a yeah or- they'll
1: have some special they'll have a tunnel walker lower him from the sky or uh <laughs> i don't in. know it's they'll they'll definitely make a dramatic entrance you won't just be standing there when you walk in i have a feeling there will be a very dramatic entrance mm-hmm. at some point during the day's festivities for new herbie so so there you go uh, that was, uh, boy, that was, I was kind of making some national buzz yesterday, and, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to see it. Let's, uh, now let's get the gear out there for people to be able yes. to, to get it. Where am I, where, where can I get a baseball cap with one of those on it? That's what I, that's what I want. They didn't have that in the initial offering. A
2: criminally it. small hats. amount of hats. gear available.
1: I wear a hat every day. I could wear the same hat for a week. You put, get it out there with some, some good hats,
2: some now, there, some there well might fitting be, hats. I don't know what they'll have at the at the Huskers shop in person, yeah, or we'll what see. they'll have spring. The game.
1: online shop that just had T-shirts and like baby onesies or bibs, they had a, and bib, they a, had a koozie.
2: Um, now, if you go to the baseball game tonight, I don't know. They might have some new stuff there. We'll see. Because everything I saw was they'll have more stuff at the shops than right now, what they have available online, which All right.
1: we will see. Ramp that up. So uh, only in Nebraska does uh, uh, most of a day's news cycle get eaten <laughs> up by uh, a, a change of the hair color and outfit of a uh, of a mascot for the first time in 20 years. So if you are focused on that, uh, maybe you missed some of the other things going on in the news. Mark, what else besides what non-Herbie related news do we <laughs> well, have this well, morning?
3: Right now, eastbound, 20, uh, eastbound O Street at 27th is blocked. Uh, there's an accident right on the east end of the uh, intersection. So if you're going east on O Street, you have to go either north or south on 27th. You cannot go east.
4: Uh, okay.
3: And I'm casting it up there to, so you can see the uh, they've got the lane blocked off there in the middle and forcing traffic. Uh, traffic is going north and south on 27th, but nothing eastbound from 27th. So All right. just out of the picture. So All right. got an early accident, bad spot. Better time than seven.
1: I set a uh, personal best last night. Speaking of traffic in Lincoln, and speaking of Twenty Seventh Street, set a personal best in the left turn lane on uh, Old Highway Two, Nebraska uh, Parkway, Nebraska Parkway, Old and, use. and uh, heading heading westbound, and then trying to turn left on Twenty Seventh. Uh, I I I think maybe yep. the worst left turn lane in all of Lincoln. I. I bet I feel like I was in that left turn lane. You know, you got a few of them, the little bit but, of a green light, and it's a long got left a, turn lane. Got a few of them through. Yeah, I backed up. I got in that thing past like the the behind the pedestrian bridge. Right. If that's even possible, that's how far the left lane was was backed up. I don't even know if I could even get into the left turn lane yet. There, I think I went through three cycles of the light to to make that left turn there, and it was a it we, we were late to we were late to viola lessons mm. yesterday. I thought may I thought maybe I was being real I was being real sneaky and normally I take Old Cheney the entire way there that I'm going. I'm I'm going to a place out by the uh, by the old uh, uh, Knolls. Uh, it's, it's kind of in that general area, and so normally I just I just hit Old Cheney all the way down there, but I i thought hey this is a this is a smarter way i'll get on highway 2 and do it which worked well right until that intersection and then turning again i i sympathize with those of you who don't have the benefit of typically like i do uh typically driving in non-peak times and t- not At on what the, time was that the busiest oh it was of course it was about 4 uh or 30 4 4 4 yeah no it was about four fifteen. i guess it's about four fifteen. And it was crazy. So those of you who are those of you who wait for that thing every single day, uh, kudos to you for having the patience to do that. Because I didn't do very well with that. But you're here. I am. Uh, I'm here.
3: Yeah. Uh, all right. But, so, what else? Well, yeah. uh, first day of uh, early voting was yesterday. Oh. Uh, and it's two weeks from today that we've got uh, the election.
1: Oh, already? I wanted to keep this going for a few more weeks. I've had so much fun with it.
3: And as we told you very early yesterday morning, but weren't able to get any confirmation from Lincoln police, there were three people shot early Sunday morning in uh, North, well, technically Northeast Lincoln, but about 14th and Adams. Okay. So we did did get more details on that yesterday. Yes. Okay. And uh, all of them still alive? Yes. Yes. Okay. We did not get a lot of details. We, our, our tip into the news department actually got a lot more details, but we haven't been able to confirm some of that even. Okay. All right. As to what may have been the uh, impetus behind it all. So we'll see where that goes.
2: All and right. they passed a bill yesterday, right? Yeah. The legisl- yep.
1: I believe the legislature did
3: pass a bill
2: yesterday. Hey, 63 days Which in. one was
3: it? What was the bill? It was the uh, Medicaid reimbursement, I believe, for ho- rural hospitals. Yes. And I believe it was, what, unanimous? Mm-hmm.
1: Look at that. They're turning over a new leaf. Building the all these bridges. For the last few weeks of this thing. It's just, <laughs> all, all the votes are going to be unanimous from now on. Just
3: had to get over that bridge on Medicare, uh, Medicaid
1: reimbursement. Well, ex-
3: actually, that's a pretty big deal for uh, the uh, medical community, especially in rural areas. I don't doubt that it they're, is. They're losing a lot of money and could force some to close. I, I don't at all believe that it's not. I didn't know that
1: I'd see a universal uh, or a, 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 a unanimous vote here in the Nebraska legislature. All right, that's what we got going on this morning. 45 degrees in the capital city at 624 K today with Jack and friends on KLIN.
0: Severe weather means interruptions. In wintertime, you can have severe storms. Check closings and cancellations. You have to be up to date on the weather at KLIN.com.
5: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich.
0: A look at news from both inside and outside of Lincoln, and conversation on how that news affects us here. It's time for the Sound Off on LNK Today.
1: All right. Time to jump into some of the headlines from around the nation this morning. Things that, uh, things that might impact you, at least you want to be aware of, as you get your day started here on this Tuesday morning in the capital city, April 18th, 2020. Twenty three. We are at forty five degrees in the capital city. Uh, the <laughs> the Bud Light wars go on. The Bud Light wars go on after a they ran a TikTok thing promotion that none of us saw live uh with a influencer that no one knows who he or she is uh and the and and we're all very mad about all of it the
2: first time i saw any of it was when i saw the backlash i
1: I need someone to explain it about to me so i can get really mad about it (laughs) because i have no idea what it is nor did i see it nor does it impact me in any way yes and Bud Light is such a delicious beer, I mean.
2: I'm yeah, sure. I'm, I'm going out of my way to drink Bud Light.
1: Anyway, it's a thing. It's a big thing. Uh, the latest on Bud Light uh, is that they are responding. They are, uh, they're trying to do some crisis PR with this whole thing after... Uh, after they uh, did this whatever little contractual promotion with the transgender influencer. Nobody knows who she is. Uh, So what do you do when you're looking to win back the public or at least some of the public that you apparently lost? You bust out the Clydesdales. Everybody loves the Clydesdales, (laughs) normally reserved for Christmas and those decorative steins that you can buy around Christmas. For fifty bucks and the ah 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 For fifty bucks and the ah, 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 ah da, da, da. No. You know it's a big deal when they're busting out the Clydesdales in April.
7: Budweiser releases a new patriotic ad featuring one of the brand's famous Clydesdale horses. As controversy continues over its parent company, Anheuser-Busch's recent collab with trans influencer Dylan Mulvaney for Bud Light. The new spot for Budweiser, posted on social media, features a Clydesdale galloping across the nation. Set against imagery of small towns, the Big Apple skyline, DC's Lincoln Memorial, and the American flag being raised, with a narrator saying in the ad this is a story bigger than beer adding quote this is the story of the american spirit this comes following backlash over mulvaney sharing a post on social media promoting a bud light contest while also showing off a personalized can of the beer featuring an image of her face lauren faulkner fox news you know i
1: will say this all of the the people out there that are able to adjust their product use and bans and boycotts and consumption of of art or music or w- whatever it is or, uh, or, or, or make sure you know who's advertising on what show and adjusting all of your life to be able to uh, only use the products which are uh, only use the products, listen to the musicians, uh, all of these things that match with your own convictions. Mm -hmm. You got a heck of a lot better organizational skills and and tolerance for changes to your life than I do. It's going to take, I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to be honest, it's going to take a lot. It's going to take a lot for me to quit using a product that I regularly use. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, on 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 any end of thing that, and you know that probably goes with me too. You know there are some people when it comes to like they won't listen to Michael Jackson music anymore, right? Because of the 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 accusations that have been Uh leveled against him, or I mean, there's like tons of singers with very unsavory things in their past, sometimes terrible things in their past. Like the people who are able to live that consistent of a life. With their consumption, hats off to you. I don't know how you do it, how you keep it organized, how you keep abreast every single day.
2: You have to be diligent of, a thousand percent of what
1: company advertised on what cable news show th- that and that that ticks you off. Great job. I'm not doing that. Okay, not like I was a you know, not like I was going to Bud Light that often, anyways. But uh, it was. Hey, uh, I'm gonna. It, I hope nobody expects me. If Diet Mountain Dew pays a, a transgender activist to have a Diet Mountain Dew bottle with their face on it, uh-huh. I hope nobody expects me, or or goes in any direction. P- pick another controversial uh, position on the on the on the right side. I, I don't know. Whatever. Well, I, I'm sure. I'm you- not stop You're gonna have to. It's gonna have to. I mean, they're basically going to have to swear their allegiance to the devil himself to
2: get me to stop drinking Diet Mountain Dew. I'm sure you. there are companies out there that, because they're so big, like at the very top, the companies are so big and they have so many subsidiaries, that somewhere in there, there is a company that is advertised on both Clay and Buck, which airs here on KLIN, probably had someone advertise also with rachel maddow probably. and you probably got somewhere in there a uh, donation that went to black lives matter and another that went to the nra <laughs> probably but you know what i'm not doing before i open my pop in the
1: morning digging through their financial disclosure forms to see if i approve of it all yeah i want my diamond Mountain Dew because i'm gonna be a Worst person than I am already this morning if I don't have my diet Mountain Dew. So, <laughs> but nonetheless, we'll see if the Budweiser, uh, the Budweiser Clydesdale smoothest smooth this whole thing over.
2: That's their version of rolling out a Herbie. Yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly. <right. laughs> but Nobody, hey,
2: everyone likes the horse. Nobody's.
1: Right? Uh, yeah, nobody nobody is there who's gonna be uh that mad about that whole thing.
2: In St. Louis, they get like unreasonably excitable about the Clydesdales, by the way. Oh, do they? Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, I guess that's the you know, that's the the key area for Anheuser Busch. Uh all right, what else do we have going on this morning? Uh Elon Musk did an interview with uh Tucker Carlson. And uh some of it was some of it was interesting. Some of it sound like the things that I imagine you talk about if you get very high and you start really thinking about existential things and having those conversations, it was... kind of all over the place, Uh, but here's a a little bit of uh, what he said.
6: Part one of Twitter CEO and Tesla founder Elon Musk's candid one-on-one interview with Tucker Carlson aired last night. Musk called for stronger government regulation of artificial intelligence.
3: It's a danger to the public.
6: In addition to artificial intelligence's danger to the general public, Musk says it threatens social media companies like Twitter because it could become smart enough to manipulate public opinion.
3: Enter social media, for example, Twitter, uh, but also Facebook and others, you know, um, and, and potentially manipulates public opinion in a way that is very bad.
6: What will Musk do about the rising threat of A.I.? Musk says he's working on his own alternative to chat GPT called Truth GPT.
1: Well, I, I actually truly found a lot of the, the stuff in it fairly interesting because it wasn't getting into the same old tired uh-huh. debates we've got about it, it was actually about. AI and his, I am interested in what he thinks about AI and the future and of technology. it, why why he's as concerned as he is about all of that. So uh, I thought that was pretty. I thought that was pretty interesting. There, um, didn't even get into a whole lot of the. I think that was kind of the first half of it. I think we're going to play more where they're going to get yeah. into more of the, I don't, whatever divisive things that uh-huh. he's associated well, with.
2: I think Elon can be a really interesting interview and someone to, to hear when it comes to the thoughts of what he's done from an entrepreneur standpoint, what he's been involved with from a technology standpoint, where he thinks those industries are going. I don't really care to, to hear where it becomes divisive and political and make a stand here, but, but when you get into the technology part of it, That affects everyone on whatever side of the aisle you are.
1: There's no way that he was with with Tesla and some of the other things that he's done that he was quite so much by the seat of his pants that as he is with Twitter, though, like uh, it's not. This isn't about I mean, this is just about like how quickly policies are sort of seeming like made on a whim and Uh, then changed and changed back and. Like, I can't imagine that's how he's run some of the things that have been very successful and got him to a place where he had a, a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he obviously knows what he's doing to some degree, but he's, he's handling this. He, he's handling this whole thing just with it. It's really herky-jerky in in a way that I don't know if it's, and, and I still don't know if he wants it to, I mean, part of it is I don't know if he wants it to be profitable, I I I'm not totally sure if he does. Yeah,
2: that's a good point. Maybe maybe it's more of a play thing than than an actual well, No, he spent a lot of money for a play thing. Than, not than even
1: that. that. I think he may want to I mean I think there's a, also a chance that he wants that to be to go away and he wants eventually something that's a competitor to come. To come up through his his next concept of interesting uh, the everything app or or whatever that they're that they're calling that
2: you would think though with, with Tesla and like that's that kind of technology and just being involved with it, whether a lot like very involved or very little involved, that takes a lot of foresight like you have to really be thinking about where you want that to go, then you start working with rockets. Like you have to really be good at planning to try to do a lot of these things, even if it's other people that are doing it, and at the end of the day, the guy at the top t- gets a lot of the credit. Someone still has to be in charge to push everything in a direction yeah uh and then and then then, of course, the
1: spaceX space stuff that he's done as well same i mean same thing in terms of uh just the the amount of development and technology that's gone on there. Uh, and uh, yesterday, they did, though, have to scrub the uh, the the launch that was planned uh, because of uh, some circumstances.
2: Elon Musk's SpaceX was planning to test launch Starship this morning from its facility near Boca Chica State Park. On the southern Texas coast, the mission was scrubbed with 10 seconds remaining on the countdown clock. The company says they detected a problem with the rocket engine's pressurization. Starship is an immense craft designed to carry large crews and lots of cargo into deep space, including Musk's plan to create a Mars colony. It is the largest rocket ever built, standing nearly 400 feet tall. SpaceX will have a chance to try launching again on Wednesday. Eben Brown, Fox. News.
1: I, I I need to remember to watch that. It's huge, this thing.
2: So a football huge. football field, goal line to goal line is yeah,
1: three hundred. That's, that's how big. That's how big this thing is. It's crazy. Uh, let's see a couple of other things here. Uh, the tornado season, um, knock on wood, so far has. Not been active, super active for our immediate local area, but that's definitely not been the case if you've been following the news for the rest of the country. Uh, What are we looking at for the rest of this severe weather season? The
6: U.S. has already seen hundreds of tornadoes this year. Most strike from spring to summer, but Roger Edwards from the Storm Prediction Center of the National Weather
3: Service says tornadoes can occur any time of year. It's like investments. Past performance is no indicator of future results.
6: And if it seems like lately twisters are more often hitting far east of what's called Tornado Alley, Edwards says that's normal. The
3: tornado climatology has been shifting around across the central and eastern parts of the country for many decades, back and forth.
6: And he says Texas, Oklahoma, and Kansas, a.k.a. Tornado Alley, still get on average the most twisters in the U.S. Jill NATO Fox News.
1: Looking for a new bank? Well, for a savings account? Well, your friends at Apple have you covered. You can now get your phone from Apple. You can now get some of your TV service from Apple. You can get your music service from Apple. You can also use the bank of Apple now.
6: The tech giant is taking another bite into financial services with the launch of high-yield savings accounts for holders of its credit card. The new accounts offered in partnership with Goldman Sachs carry an initial rate of 4.15%, which is significantly higher than the national average. The accounts have no fees and no minimum deposits or balance requirements and will be funded in part by daily cash that provides up to 3% of purchases back to shoppers. Once a savings account is set up, all future daily cash earned by the user will be automatically deposited into the account. Customers can also deposit additional funds through a linked bank account. Hillary Barsky Fox News. Interesting.
2: I have an Apple card, so I I find that a little bit intriguing. You get a high interest savings account on it. Well, because one of the things that she was talking about was when you get effectively cash back. Um, It just, right now for me, when when I use that card on something, sometimes I just use like that's what I use to pay my rent. So then it's like, oh well, rent's twelve hundred bucks. Okay, well that that percentage you get a little bit back. Mm-hmm. That just sits there, and then when I go to pay my credit card, some of that money just, just goes deducted. straight back yeah. to it. But if that were to sit there and then go into, into the a savings, savings account. account and then build on itself, yep. then That's you know, we'll the have some, there's something to think about. So the thing, but
1: I think they can sell some more credit cards with it too. Uh, If you're, uh, speaking of bills, if uh, you uh, see that your entertainment bill has gone up a little bit, we knew this was coming, but the YouTube TV price increase is now upon us. (laughs) Sad.
6: Going forward, those subscribing to YouTube TV will be charged about $73 a month, up from about $65. Reps for the streamer announcing the change last month, saying the price hike comes as content costs have risen. Those who recently started subscribing were the first to pay more, but were offered $10 off the first three months of YouTube TV's base plan. The streamer also recently becoming the owner of Sunday Ticket, a chance for NFL fans to watch every out-of-market game, costing subscribers $349 for the season and non-subscribers Jeez. $449, wow. with $100 off for those who sign up before June 6th. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. Yeah, that's
2: hefty. How you guys feeling about that YouTube TV right now?
1: Uh well, you know, it would be one thing if they it was if it hadn't taken away multiple channels mm-hmm. that I wanted since I got it. But the biggest change in it from me originally getting it a couple years ago whenever it was when the prices were lower to where they are now, the biggest change in the whole thing is that is that there's no more like for me i'm a baseball fan no more mlb network right no more valley sports yeah to to watch my favorite team's actual games which was one of the the reasons that i got it here at this point um i'm not sure there are probably other channel selections that some people like that that they've taken away since then (laughs) so that i think that's the frustrating thing like i I don't know that you're you, you know unlike unlike something like netflix where they keep adding content Uh new and different content and taking some away as well you don't really that's not really um that's not really a thing with youtube tv i i will continue to say the the coolest thing about it is the way that the i I say in quotes because it's not really a dvr but it's kind of you basically have unlimited space to just keep a library of Every show series, you could just every always go movie, back. yeah, like I, that's how I, that's how I watched. You know, something like Yellowstone is yeah. I, 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 It had already started. People were already watching. It Was into season three, I think. And so I just set a thing to record it, and they would do enough of the like marathons of it that it didn't take long for me to have the entire library of the show and be able to watch it beginning to end. Okay, and fast forward through commercials. Right. Okay. Dur- during it, and so there's all kinds of things like that that to me and i don't know if what hulu has and what other uh what other places have compared to that because uh-huh. i haven't seen them but that's to me i think that's the best feature about the yeah. whole thing
2: the only reason we have cable is because our apartment complex has a deal yeah so if you're there and you get a certain internet you get right. that cable I remember package that.
1: yeah from from uh from doing that do you get do you have like dvr with it yeah Okay.
2: Yeah, we can VR some stuff, okay. and then you can go back, and it's got a few things that are just, they save automatically on demand. So then we just take that money that we would be spending on cable or YouTube TV or Hulu Live, and then it's, okay, well, we've got HBO Max and Netflix and the yeah. Disney ESPN bundle. Uh, and then last but not least, yesterday was a big day for
1: bringing back old mascots. We already talked about Herbie, but McDonald's, they decided to do the, uh, to do the same. Might be a... This might be a flash from the past from your
5: childhood. The hamburglar is returning to McDonald's commercials.
0: (laughs) And he loves taking McDonald's
5: hamburgers. Adweek says the villain known for stealing McDonald's burgers will be promoting the company's updated hamburger, cheeseburger, double cheeseburger, McDouble, and Big Mac. As the new versions of sandwiches are rolled out across the U.S., cities will be seeing the new commercials and other promos featuring the Hamburglar. The sandwich changeover is expected by early next year. Ginny Cosola. Fox News. So
1: McDonald's is revamping their burgers. This seems like a major change. I'm interested.
2: Yeah, it's been a long time
1: since I got a burger. Hamburgler is a
2: weird mascot.
1: Yeah, they really went deep into the whole law enforcement, city politics sort of stuff with their <laughs> their. Ma- you had the mayor, and you had the you had the sheriff, whatever. And then you had Grimace. I'm not sure what his role in the whole thing was. Just and to be and then you had the Hamburglar, which was the town crook. And, you know, people started to get really mad uh, that there was a lot of crime going on in McDonald'sville and wondering if Mayor McCheese, maybe maybe there needed to be a change because the crime levels are so out of control. Yeah.
5: Sixty-seven. it's LNK Today with Jack and Friends on KLIN. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich.
0: Live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O. morning radio for the entire capital city. This is LNK Today with Jack and Friends on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN.
1: All right, greetings. Welcome back, LNK Today. Glad to have you with us. It is 7-11, 45 degrees in the capital city. And uh, time to say hello to Joe Jordan from News Channel Nebraska. Good morning, Joe.
7: Hey, Jack. How you doing?
1: I am good. Uh, all right, let's jump into some of the uh, some of the topics this morning. I want to start. In, uh, maybe you can help me a little bit, sort of just get uh, understand um, where we really are legislatively, especially on the the Let Them Grow Act. Um, the, if 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 people have been following it, uh, it did pass on to the next level uh, with enough votes to do that. But uh, th- somehow, and here, here's what I don't understand, because there's this procedural move that uh, let the, the sponsor, Senator Koth, uh, that kind of forced her to play her hand with an amendment. She proposed the amendment and then asked people not to vote for it. Uh, it did not pass, so the bill moved on without any amendment that would restrict it to only uh, surgical procedures which we've we've talked about quite a bit already there there still seemed to be some buzz though Joe that there is still some sort of potential compromise that is going to be discussed or in the works or on you know a, a possibility going forward, but it also seems to look like now that, and tell me if I'm wrong, but it seems to look now like it's got the votes to go forward without any changes to it going forward, and it's uh, I believe it's going on to final reading now. So is do we expect there to be still some changes to this potentially, and if so, why would that still happen?
7: Well, for starters, you're not the only one who's uh, confused as to what took place last week on the floor of the legislature. Uh, and, And yes, the bill is heading for final reading, but it appears because you can't amend a bill, one of the technicalities in the legislature, you can't amend a bill on final reading. So if there is going to be an amendment, it would have to go back to what they call select file basically the second round all over again. And the specifics of the amendment, uh, Senator Kyle's had an amendment that would have basically changed the bill so that only surgical procedures would have been prohibited regarding transgender individuals. They would still be allowed, uh, as they currently are, to take whatever medication uh, uh, and other therapies beyond surgery. So it would be sur- the amendment would have prohibited surgeries only. It appeared the amendment was going to be it was offered by Senator kauf It appeared it, was, it might have enough votes. Uh, and then at the last minute, it, it, it is totally unclear to plenty of people as to what exactly took place. Uh, but she, she basically said, "Don't vote for my amendment." They both came up and the amendment died. And there were enough votes to pass the bill on as it is. So currently, as the bill now stands, uh, uh, medicine, you know, prescription medicine, whatever therapies and surgeries would be prohibited. What I do know is that that decision by Senator Kauf on the amendment created an uproar among those who are opposed to the legislation to begin with, and it is. Totally unclear as to how this supposed compromise now comes together. The opponents of her legislation are just irate, is is a mild word to be to be honest with you. And I don't know if I don't I don't know if they're going to try to fight this compromise all the way through if it comes back up. Uh, Is there is there? It appears from what Senator Cow said on the floor that there is some other machination of this amendment of this compromise uh not clear to anyone I've spoken with as to what that is at the moment Uh, so that, that 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 transgender legislation uh as as fraught as it was on both sides before uh those pushing for it those pushing against it uh it has taken a new level right now in the legislature and it's it's like it's 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 like a volcano that is dormant, but is going to blow and something's going to give here soon. I don't know when we don't know when it's going to come back up. Uh, there's going to I guarantee you there are a zillion and one discussions going on in the legislature right now as to when do we bring it back up? What what is the status of any potential compromise? Uh, and those questions are at least to. To me and the people that I've spoken with, uh, unknown at the moment.
1: Now, but now, but it, it, here's the thing, though. It is on. I, I believe it is on. Final. It'll be on final reading next time that it comes up. So it's into the third round. And as I yeah. understand it, that if you're you if you are making an amendment at that point, you you typically don't make amendments during that portion. You'd have to go back through and back up the process a little bit because of rules at that point. And so, like, it would take, I mean, it would really set things back if there was another amendment on here. And so I still struggle to see how, I mean, the only reason you do that is if you are, you know, nearly certain that you don't have the votes to pass it. And I don't know, I mean, of course, there's talk behind the walls of this thing and vote counting that I'm not privy to. But there hasn't been anything that would indicate to me that they look like they're going to be short on votes for this thing so far. So I don't. I, I guess that's the thing that I'm. I'm wondering okay. what part of this I'm mistaken on.
7: There, there. The belief is that two or three of the lawmakers who voted for the bill to push it forward to final reading without any amendment, that two or three of those lawmakers, basically, gave that vote to keep this process going forward. Okay. But there is a question mark as to whether or not all three or all of all of those wavering votes will be there. If there is no compromise, if nothing changes, would they vote for that legislation on final reading? That's the big question mark. And I don't know that we know the answer to that at at the moment. Uh, that's kind
1: of the game of chicken you're playing, too, yes, if you're is. trying to get the bill through, is do you take the risk on that, or do you go back and, and go through the process again and hope it still gets back up, you have time to bring it back up again after you go back through the process?
7: Yes. You're, you're, I think your explanation of the game of chicken is uh, 100% on target because, again, uh, there's, a, there's a couple of votes out there that voted for the bill to sort of keep the process going. And this this happens quite often in, in legislation. People that are, they may, they may have a problem with it, but they, but they don't want to bog it down just yet. Uh, and because they think maybe there is a compromise coming. So, the, but the, the question is, if there is no compromise, if nothing changes and the bill gets to final reading, how are those two or three lawmakers who are sort of on the edge, will they vote for it or will they back off and not give it enough votes to go through? That's where we are. Okay. And then real quick
1: it's, it's I mean there's a little bit of a similar situation on the the heartbeat bill there's mm-hmm. you know there was talk about there being an amendment coming into that um and and as it through the last time that they talked about it it didn't end up the the that amendment didn't end up coming to to a vote or happening is that still something that is potentially uh potentially in the cards for this thing is that a similar situation there or what do we have going on with that one
7: it appears that the abortion ban at 6 weeks is more on more quote-unquote firm firm footing than than the transgender legislation. Okay. Is. Uh I I think that in a nutshell is where that one is at. Now there's there's 101,000 things that could change between now and and, right. a, and a final vote, but it does appear that because every Republican has voted for it and the one Democrat, Mike McDonald from Omaha, uh those votes appear all of those votes appear more solid than the transgender vote appears.
5: Okay.
1: Interesting. Um I, I wanted to move on in a few minutes that we've we've got left. Um I know you had a a piece uh with the Omaha mayor talking a little bit about a topic in Lincoln that's become kind of all-consuming, it feels like right now, as we are a couple of weeks up from a general mayoral election uh, with an incumbent, Lyrian Gaylor-Baird, going up against the Republican challenger, Suzanne Geist. Uh, one of the big ones, as I think is probably in the case for a lot of mayoral race, but it seems like even more than usual here in Lincoln, is about um, about crime. And I think really specifically uh, about the increase in homicides that the city of Lincoln has seen. Um you know, normally the the numbers in Lincoln will be one year you'll have zero or one, one year you'll have seven or eight, and it kind of bounces around. It doesn't necessarily seem to be a lot of rhyme or reason. Um, it's been it was up last year to a higher level than it's been, and it's it's kind of trending that way again this year for the time being. Interestingly enough, I, I didn't even know this, but. Omaha's just got the kind of the opposite going on here this year, and you talked a little bit to the to the mayor about that. And I think there's a wide, you know, there's a widespread debate here in Lincoln is how much does the mayor, uh, he or herself, actually impact those sorts of numbers? How do they directly uh, make them high or low or anything like that? But I'm just curious a little bit about your takeaways from the mayor about that in Omaha about that very subject.
7: Well. First of all, that, that, there may now be one, but 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 the push coming from City Hall is is a lack of media attention here in Omaha to uh, the fact that there hasn't been a homicide in Omaha since sometime late last year. They passed the hundred day mark for for, the, for 2023, uh, but now it, there may there may be a homicide that occurred in Omaha about about a month ago that may change that that one item. That yes, there has been a homicide in Omaha. Putting that aside, it is extremely rare that we get to the middle of April in omaha and and to be honest with you, there haven't been seven or eight or nine homicides in town now you were alluding a moment ago to the question of of what what do homicides mean in terms of a, of, a, of a crime situation in town because the, at least in Omaha, the majority of homicides that occur in omaha are are one of fall into one of two categories: gangs fighting gangs. Or some type of family situation, or a relation where someone, where the person knows the other person, and they've got some squabble going on. Those are the majority of homicides that occurred in Omaha, and for the most part, to be honest with you, probably throughout the country, where you've got, you know, uh, hardened criminals fighting hardened criminals, or you know, uh, you know, drugs and, and sex involved in some type of relationship situation, and, and somebody kills somebody. The, the crimes for the most part that affect the general public are armed robberies, robberies, uh, uh, car thefts, those are the, you know, aggravated assaults, those are the crimes that the general public is probably more likely to, to run across involving themselves personally. So the homicide thing gets elevated oftentimes because the numbers, sometimes they do they do jump up and, and you haven't had X number in a year for a while and all of a sudden it's there. So the mayor has been making the case here in Omaha that the, the homicides here are down. Now, the reason, if you talk to the police department, what they've been saying for quite some time is that they have been able to get those those gang members off the streets so that we're not having the retali So, you know, gang member shoots, you know, another gang member, and now we get into a retaliation situation, and that gotcha. creates another homicide, which, you know, so it's sort of a never ending cycle, but over the past few years, uh, they've increased the number of officers in the gang unit here and, and some other changes that they've made in their uh, application of law enforcement. And they've, they've got these spot shotters uh, that indicate where shootings occurred, allowing officers to get to these scenes faster, get more information sooner. And so all those things have opened up the ability for the Omaha police department to sort of curtail these gang shootings. Now, the other, the, the ones that are happening on a personal basis where, you know, husband, wife, ex-boyfriend, all those things that occur, they, they just haven't happened here, which could just be happenstance more than anything else. Hmm. But the gang part of it has been eroded by the police department for the past six months. Now, these things pop back up and get worse, but they put a lot of these people in prison, and so they're not coming out for a while. Yeah. That's the situation here in Omaha, and that's what the mayor was trying to make the case. Is she wanted more focus put on the fact that these homicides are down? Uh, I'm not familiar enough yet with the other data that I was speaking to about aggravated assaults, robberies, car thefts to see where those are in the crime picture. But the mayor here has been making the big case that the homicides have become almost non-existent for the past six months in mm. Omaha.
1: It's yeah, it's a very interesting kind of overlay with what's happening here in Lincoln right now. appreciate that insight. Hey, Joe, thanks for your time. I'm out of it for now, but we will uh, catch up here next week, all right? Take care, Jeff. Thank you. Joe Jordan, News Channel, Nebraska. 726 on KLIN.
0: Living in Nebraska means severe weather is always in season. Your Severe Weather Action Team is based on 1,499.3 KLIN.
5: every time
4: and if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars limited time only price and participation may vary cannot be combined with any other offer single item at regular price
6: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. waiting on a tax return hopefully it ends up in your hands fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30 percent in 2023 if you're in a bind this tax season lifelock can help our u.s-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. All
1: right. It is 7.40 and it is time for your morning drive and time to count them down. So let's get it to it. Let's get it started, I should say, with...
0: Number five. The day we all
3: love to hate uh, or hate to hate, whatever you want to call it. It's Tax Day 2023. Uh, The taxes are due today. Uh, You're filing. You can actually file for a six-month extension today. But if you owe taxes, that needs to be paid by today. So you need to take some action if you haven't done so already.
1: Pressure pressure if you haven't gotten there yet yeah good reminder to make sure and do that i i saw some of the statistics yesterday that came out with just how many people do wait to the very last minute it was it was higher than i realized a lot of people kind of burn the midnight oil on this thing yeah and even even if
3: you're filing electronically you're kind of taking uh, a risk that the system stays up
1: uh yeah or you could or you could have the problem that i did (laughs) this is the dumbest thing some year in the last like few years, I was filling out our taxes, uh, and I either typed in—I think I typed in somehow—I don't know how—I I did it myself—typed in a wrong social security number Ooh, for either my wife or me—and it has me. compromised our ability to file electronically ever since, completely. Yeah. Because, and then trying to rectify that problem and convince the IRS. Along with Social Security, that I am who I say I am has been, I'm still paying for that one quite a bit. So if you have something like that, you're exactly right. Now you can still get it
3: postmarked uh, in time if you're going to send it off, which that was how I had to do it. A I lot, did the old paper thing. You remember back in the day when the post office would have collection points till midnight? Yeah, for, for late the, filers. They'd, they'd I,
1: always bring out the news cameras out yeah, there, and I don't think that's done. They'd much interview anymore. everyone, and they would be like, "So why'd you wait till the last minute?" And I, that was always a that was always a go to TV news story over yeah. the years. I don't see that
3: much anymore. So
1: no, not as much. It doesn't seem like it's again. That's uh, the just electronic filing has gone up so much and we talked about this yesterday mark too the there have been uh, conversations the the irs is kind of exploring the option of providing a free online service that is actually through the irs and your turbo taxes and your h&r blocks of the world are unhappy about that because they make a crap load of money doing that by actually charging
3: for it they do but they also uh they ask a lot of questions that Some say the IRS is not going to ask.
1: That'd be interesting. Like, that's one of the interesting questions is one of the reasons if you use those software, you know, the first time I ever used that, I was like, oh, this is nice. It goes through and it makes sure I'm getting, you know, every single possible deduction that I might not have thought have. How aggressive would the IRS's own software be (laughs) in, in doing those same things? And maybe that's what actually still sets it apart and makes it worth. Spending the, you know, the thirty bucks. If you, um, if you're not, uh, there are programs where you can get free ones. But spending the thirty bucks or whatever it is now, I can't remember what I paid last time for it. Just because you're going to make it back, yeah. In in terms of your return or in terms of
3: your tax bill being a little bit lower, thirty bucks. I wish. Well, thirty bucks for the. I mean, thirty bucks for the software. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But then to, to file it didn't cost you anything if you mailed it. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's a filing fee that yeah. you mean the
1: e-file e- filing fee yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, what's that? I can't even remember. Uh, I don't well, know. It depends then, on the program. And then by the way, if you pay if you pay in, which I always do, uh
3: the,
1: the other thing is trying to figure out how to actually pay in through a credit card. It is a weird process. Have you ever done that? No. It is a weird process. You've got to go to like a third party credit card there's like a few approved third-party it's not like you can just type in on the website like you do any other place amazon or something like that your credit card get you've got to go through this third-party thing and then they take a chunk off of it there's a fee with that and so you've got to you got to calculate that whole thing
3: it is a it's a clunky kind it, of a clunky is. deal it is that's why i i know and, and i've got so many uh you know added things in there that i want the the high powered software yeah to i get check. that too yeah i, mean, I would I, at some
1: the the irs i assume the irs free one is talking about your your simple yep right. you're very simple you got you know
3: well even hr two, block has a free very simple one yeah, online
1: i think so. yeah you're i think you're right too but,
3: but, but my, you know, I've got a couple. Not nah, Mark.
1: He's got some stuff going on. That's well, a little a, too complex. I'm a member of
3: a couple of LLCs, so you get K ones, and you get oh jeez, you get to do some consulting. So the past years, I've right had there. schedule A depreciation on some equipment, and hey, that all just first
1: year, first year I ever I ever hired somebody to do it instead of doing it myself this year, and it's been... and I don't know why I didn't do that
3: before. <laughs> yeah. Makes you a much happier person. It
1: was a lot. It was smooth and it was quick.
3: Uh, and it was a
1: lot less stressful.
3: Number four. Lincoln at police uh, yesterday at briefing. Confirmed three people ended up in the hospital after being shot early Sunday morning. We had a tip about it uh, over the weekend. Sunday uh, morning. Uh, could not get any information. Multiple shell casings in a parking lot complex. Uh, near 14th and Adams. It happened around 3 o'clock on Sunday morning. Uh, I, as I understand it, uh, the, the conflict actually started in the Haymarket area with a fight and somebody being ejected from a bar. So that's that's a little bit of information okay. that we received on our tip line, but it uh, transpired up, uh, in the on Port or Portia Street in the Fort so, Adams. Area. So we don't know
1: anything if there was some kind of a previous history or if this was just an no. escalation of a, in the yeah. moment or we don't we we don't know any of that That's here right at this point. I mean, that stuff is all, you know, frankly we're having this this big you know, rightfully so conversation about homicide numbers in Lincoln, but I, I mean, I think there is in terms of talking about how we address it and fix it uh and a lot of people are, are you know that's a motivating factor in the election um and, and there are a whole bunch of things but another part of that is like okay why when these happen when, when when you do have homicides going up this year what situations are they happening in exactly right are they are they random are they uh happening while another crime is being committed uh, to just an uninvolved victim? Are they people who have a previous relationship? Are they gang-related? I mean, I think I know nobody wants to go real in depth with, with solving anything and and just do the bottom line political thing on that. But I would think that would be a valuable information to really have if we if people really want to get this thing solved and um, you know going forward with this, but. You know, like this one, for instance. Though we still don't know those things about, and that. I'm
3: not, I'm not sure that we will. Yeah, L P D has held a lot more information close to the vest in uh, in recent months. Uh, I'd have to assume their investigation is still underway, um, and whether or not they choose to release that type of information is strictly within their purview. Yeah, well, we'll see if we find but, any more out about this one by the way the victims on this one a 31 and a 35 year old man and a 35 year old woman okay non-life-threatening injuries good all right moving on number three new look for herbie husker out yesterday you guys covered it a little bit uh, you covered it quite a bit uh so you thumbs up or
2: yeah th- i mean i think two it- big
1: thumbs up I like Honestly, it. did you hear anything from anyone about the the redesign, the bringing back old Herbie? Do you hear any complaints about it at all? We never agree on
2: anything. I saw one complaint. What was it? One complaint that they wanted the corn cob with a wrestling singlet. That was it. In the There's back no pocket. Po- in the ba- they wanted a back pocket. Mark, stop it. Hold on. Do singlets have pockets? No. Okay. Well, then. no, but that was that was the one complaint I saw. Was that they wanted a spot for a for the corn cob with the
1: wrestler? Okay, singlet. that's kind of a lower level one, but that's fine. But that was it. Like if you want the shirt and you're a wrestler and you think yeah. the corn, like the corn came back. That that was part of the crux of the redesign. Yeah. was to include the corn cob again and embrace sort of the agricultural connection instead of making it really ambiguous like we did yeah. with, uh, with with ranch-themed bed-and-breakfast uh, uh, bed Herbie, the brunette one. And so now it's explicit again. Overalls and corn, those are yep. the main features. But,
2: yep, and then there were some questions about why why was it just basketball and wrestling that weren't wearing overalls? Could you have done more sports-specific Herbies instead of the eight of them that cover ten teams? Yeah, where's tennis, Herbie? Gymnastics, track and field, swimming, rifle, rifle, oh, rifle Herbie. Oh, get bowling. Herbie with a rifle, rifle, Herbie. You know how that oh would gosh. be on every hat. They would
1: the buy state. the amount they would sell of that thing. I mean, if they
3: like money, how about a bowling jersey. Her- Herbie, Bo- Herbie they, says
2: the- NR, not today.
3: You know what I like most about it? Oh my gosh! What's that? The corn cob actually has some husks on it so
1: it hasn't been completely completely husked it's it's partway right, husked. right he's just he started it and he's gonna finish it later yeah
2: yeah he'll get back to
1: he's it a, he's a halfway yeah. corn husker
2: yeah that's the other part of this is with bringing this back is nebraska going to go a lot more in branding and everything they do corn huskers as opposed to huskers Does that come back more? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, you look at they put
1: out their branding guide, and they're both included, right? But like their Twitter account, for instance, is just Huskers. Yeah, I would go. I would completely support, completely embracing and just saying Cornhuskers. Although, just for ease of saying it, I still say Huskers. Yeah, but it's not because I, you know, I don't want to promulgate some sort of. Ag related, so I like cornhuskers. I, I, I just—it's it. unique. It's the way I grew up. It was unique.
2: I just knew it a lot more as huskers. Like it was just yeah. that was so common.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Now here's my uh, here's my other thing though. You've got these these new cartoon logo, and we're gonna we're gonna see the actual live mascot for the spring. Game. Yeah, but so the that's still game. the last that's where we'll get that. But you've got these different Herbies with the sports that are generally very popular. I think they did a really good job. With the redesign yeah. to make tiny tweaks to the, you know, the old, the old blonde Herbie, but it still very much looks like the same thing. Yeah. I did a really good job with all of it. You know what? Now though, get me gear with it.
2: <laughs> get,
1: get, make gear available for people to buy. There's no reason there shouldn't be, like. For me, again, when I buy Husker gear, it's usually baseball caps. Yeah. That's my go-to. And, like, there's no reason that there shouldn't be – they're going to make the dough, right? Make one – I want to buy a basketball one, and that golf one is great. Give me a golf hat with that one as well. I'll wear the volleyball one. I'll buy all of those. But somehow, they've got these cool products that you see the coaches wearing – the teams wearing, and there's no place, there's no place you can find
2: them to get them. Yeah, very limited online supply right now. Now I know there will be more in person at the at I, the Husker. I, I shops, assume there will be but, too, but but how many Husker fans are there that aren't able to go to baseball tonight? Aren't able to go to the spring game this weekend? Don't even live in the state and can't get to a game right. this year. Make that
1: thing ubiquitous. People love it. They want to wear it. Yes. They're gonna like it and they're gonna want to wear it. You did a good job with the design. Now make some dang money on it. Yes. Let's do it.
0: Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha Come on.
2: You could just be printing it. <sighs> All
0: right. Number two. Oh, uh, let's see.
3: Number two. got to get down to that. Lawmakers gave first-round approval to a proposal that would create a video archive of legislative proceedings. Uh, this has been tried for several years, but uh, LB-254 by Senator Tom Brewer would create the archive and bring nebraska to the same level of access proceedings as nearly every other state proposal advanced 33 to nothing good uh there's only four states that do not have video yeah. they, archives. And a, this absolutely should exist absolutely
1: there, there, it should absolutely exist and part of it you know mark i've had to sometimes do research on i mean i've, I've written brief, legal briefs that go back to sort of trying to figure out legislative intent on certain bills and stuff. Having a video for some of these discussions would put a lot of context oh, into and, just reading the
3: transcripts. Ab- absolutely. And and oftentimes the transcripts can be delayed yeah. uh, a significant amount of time. I
1: mean, the, I, the transparency on this is incredibly
3: important. And... And, and what doesn't make the, any sense is they're all streamed live. Right. Why, why wasn't this done? Yeah. I, well, I guess with just the money. I, I, I agree. And,
1: and it will cost something, but that's, I uh, think, a, a priority.
3: Number one. One of the longest staples in American fast food, getting a makeover. Yesterday, McDonald's announced its burgers will be go- undergoing a few small changes to make them, quote, better than ever, end quote. You know, chefs—they say—have been cooking up small but tasty improvements to the Big Mac, McDouble, Classic Cheeseburger, Double Cheeseburger, and their straight-out hamburger. So, and I also was told uh, late last week that we could have a full robotic McDonald's here in Lincoln ooh, before too long. Welcome to the
1: future. Here's what—here's the, the changes: softer, pillowy buns. <laughs> New and improved melt, melted cheese burger patties, which will feature a juicy caramelized f- flavor from adding white onions while the burgers are still on the grill. Hello, that'll, that'll be good. And then more Big Mac sauce, which, by the way, is isn't it just Thousand Island dressing?
3: No, no. Is. Do you remember what the Big Mac yes. is? All Big
1: sauce or uh, all three whatever. The song? Su- were you asking about the song?
3: Yeah, the two all beef patty special sauce. sauce, lettuce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, pickles, onions on a
1: sesame sesame seed bun. bun. And a random piece of bread in the middle of it.
2: (laughs) All right. Also, the hamburger's back.
1: And the hamburger's back. (laughs) Yeah, so where's Grimace, though?
5: 756. It's LNK Today with Jack and Friends on KLIN. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun yeah you get it every time
4: and if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars limited time only price and participation may vary cannot be combined with any other offer single item at regular price
6: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. waiting on a tax return hopefully it ends up in your hands fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30 percent in 2023 if you're in a bind this tax season lifelock can help live from the
0: Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O Morning Radio for the entire capital city. This is Alan K today with Jack and friends on the Voice of Lincoln 14993 KLIN.
1: I right, 45 degrees in the capital city on KLIN. It's a 14. All right, I'm going to this is a, this is a risky thing to do here. But I want to hear from you guys. Um, ideally on the text line, four zero two four seven nine fourteen hundred. But I'm curious, just just kind of taking the temperature of the listening audience to, to this show, okay? Because this is something I think about a ton, a lot. And, and, and I think I generally would say I think about wanting to do this show in a way that it is as successful as possible what's that look like it's it's uh having a number one having a core group of dedicated listeners that come back and we've got a bunch of you and we appreciate you yeah. s- so much we know who you are on the text line we've got we we reference you and having a very robust group there and then i mean let's be honest the object is getting it's getting tons of listeners, a lot of of listeners in the city, and being the being the top being the top city in the show, being be excuse me, being the most listened to show in the city. Uh, and I think about that a lot, and how to do that. And I've learned a ton about that in in what I think is going to work and what isn't going to work in sixteen, seventeen years. But I honestly think things have also changed a lot in since I started doing this in 2006 Um, and I've evolved a ton in how I do the show. If you listened to, to, you know, the way the show was 10 years ago, uh, it was very different. It was really different, um, in, in a lot of ways. And I know, obviously I don't, you know, I, we don't make everyone happy. We're not delivering exactly what they want from a, a morning radio talk show. I get that. You can't you can't make everyone happy, but I want to make I want to make number one, I think our current existing core listeners as as, as happy as possible, and then I want to expand it to as many people as possible. But I want I'm where I'm curious where you are in twenty twenty three and maybe how you've changed for this over the year when it comes To what you hear, especially in a local media, a local talk show, things that you, you know, maybe use for different purposes, to be entertained, to be informed, all of those things. What do you want from it in terms of political content? I am honestly legit, and I know it's going to be a little bit different than everyone. But what is it that, that, that people want? do 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 is i think there's a couple of ways you can go with it and i think everybody's a little bit different i think there's one theory where what you want is to hear someone who generally shares your views and promulgates them and is a very known quantity in terms of that that uses his or her show his or her platform to promulgate a, a political position through the show to rally people who agree with him or her, and then to try to convince people who don't agree with him and her to their way. I think that's one way of doing it. Uh-huh. I think there is another way of doing it that is acknowledging that political issues are in the news. And you have largely a purpose to inform, maybe a little bit of analysis that is not nearly as much about promulgating your own thoughts, your the host's personal thoughts, and getting them out there for purposes of rally rallying or convincing. And I would say that's probably generally the place that I've fallen into on this show, although I... I also think it's a little bit, I mean, it's it's a little bit of an exception. And I would also add, beyond that, as a personal admission, that sometimes in doing that, it doesn't always stay completely objective, right? There are just those, it, it, it's a little hard to do sometimes, and I would say I am far from perfect, but I do think you know, kind of my, my theory on this, and I, I honestly don't know, I think some people like it, I think some people don't, uh, or some people don't think I do it effectively, but the theory is that, okay, I want to be able to bring up these things, talk about them, and the best I can, not necessarily alienate anyone who's listening from various political backgrounds and that might come off as wishy-washy to some that might come off as as not really being tr- you know truly what I'm doing and I'm you know I'm still surreptitiously pushing an agenda just more secretly then at that point or there's a third option are you and and more and more I think about this are you just so sick and tired of the the constant infusion of politics into our lives and media that you would be interested in a complete island from that stuff? Could it even be done? Could you talk? I mean, or is the way that is the way that you you talk about what is? truly in the news and impacting people's lives while either somehow completely avoiding the most to, to some people the most annoying parts of politics because it it feels like it's everywhere it feels like just bombardment with political content and I will admit it I will fully admit and I didn't I wasn't this way in 12 years ago 10 years ago. Like I'm exhausted of it. If you said to me, if, if you came up to me and you said, you know, Jack this week, my boss came up they would never do this. But if they came up to me and said this week, we just, we just want you to steer clear of any, of any, you're, you're going to have to, you're going to have to not talk about any politics, national, any elections locally. We just, w- you know, we'll cover it in the newsroom, but we just want you not really not really to reference it not not even talk about it you know what i would say fantastic (laughs) let's do more food tournaments let's do more herbie husker let's do more uh, what people need to know to get to where they're going in the morning let's do other conversations but I don't know how. I mean, I honestly don't know f- how feasible that really is to even talk about, especially at a local level. Now, I guess, I guess there's another option where you say, uh, "All right, let's just cool it completely on national politics. Local politics are a little bit of a different animal because there isn't as much, as much talk inundating us everywhere from that stuff, and it could be, arguably." More directly impactful of our listeners' life, practically, right? So, I mean, you know, an an example uh, of—I mean, there's all kinds of of examples of what that would look like exactly. And and, and I'll be pretty honest in saying, I'm not—I'm not totally sure what the answer is at this point. Like, there are there are legit times where. I I wish that I could come on here and be such a firebrand for one typical political position. And I can spend the entire show firing you up if you agree with me, pissing you off if you disagree with me for an entire show, because in some ways that would be that would be easier. So I'm really curious. Where, where, where do you fall in those groups of things? Especially if you've been listening for a long time, and have you changed in that? What What do you want from What do you want from your local, your local talk show in the morning? Is it just too late, too early in the morning to get into all this stuff that makes you makes you angry? Do you like laughing more? Do you like learning more? Do you like other topics more? Like, legit, I'm not saying this to justify anything that I'm doing. I find myself thinking about it all the time, and I said to myself, I was like, well, bring it up. See what what people say. They'll tell you what they think on this. So text in. I'm curious what you think. 402-479-1400 on that topic. Where would you put yourself? You want somebody who's going to take a position that will rally the people that agree with them consistently and tick off the people who are against them and critique the people who are against them? You want someone who's going to try and play it completely, objectively, as best as they can? Or do you want to just get away from it? Where would you put yourself in that spectrum? Say 24, I'll be interested to hear your text, four zero two four seven nine fourteen hundred on
0: KLIN. Severe weather means interruptions. Check closings and cancellations anytime at KLIN.com.
5: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time.
6: LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. You're listening to LNK Today with
0: Jack and Friends on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, 839. Well, I asked for your thoughts
1: I got your thoughts. You guys almost broke the uh broke the text line like it was a request line Friday situation here.
2: Um 402-479-1400 is the Rick Sign Recognition yes. text line if you didn't get a chance to let us know.
1: And if you uh if you missed it, I I, I admit it I'm doing some soul searching when it comes to trying to figure out the right balance on this this program. Um Of how to include politics what you know what kind of style we when we do handle it what kind of style to do it with is it about do 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 you want do you want people to hear more of people who agree with you do you do you like to hear about it but do you like it in kind of an objective this is what is happening sort of analysis type mode you know think my interviews with Joe Jordan and Tim Haruza, I think, in particular, right? Or is there a part of you that wants way less of it, or none of it, somehow? And I'm genuinely curious what you all think because I, um, I only hear a little about this. Usually, it's you know, you know, frankly, what it is is usually someone who is upset because they are they perceive either correctly or incorrectly. Uh, that I'm not I or someone on the show is not on the same page that they are and they that you know and and it's a critique based on that Um, you know and even even though I think there is a there's a desire at least that I have to have a wide swath of listeners that includes a wide swath of the political spectrum I can also acknowledge that there are Definitely times when we're talking, it's hard to talk about things and completely and, you know, to get into extensive conversations and completely keep your complete, pure objectivity on the entire thing. And I'll also acknowledge that. So there are times and I think the, the, that that's sort of a situation. This so is just what some of the people were saying. And it's been it's been very really encouraging. Uh, if I'm being honest, really encouraging, and I've been trying to text back a lot of you with more of the questions I've had. Um, just a few of them here. A Rod says, "I want the big local, state, national news bites without spin and arguing who is right or wrong." <laughs> that's kind of what we do. That I mean, that's a A-Rod, that's A Rod. That's a concise way of saying it. But
2: yeah, I,
1: I think I think I tr- I think especially in the sound off, I try and hit just. What you're waking up in the morning, and if there is news in the national, if you're not somebody who's all in on cable news all night, you just kind of want to know what the news of the day is uh, nationally, and hit it there, and probably not jump way back into it unless it's something that's that's really big, um, and then a little bit more on, on local and state. Oh, and I get one other question, too, that I have before I read more responses that I didn't ask the first time around. You may have noticed this or not, but I have really backed off interviews, especially with politicians. Now, there is a legacy interview with the mayor that this station has been doing since I got here, since before that I got here. And it's kind of, um, that's kind of been a tradition. Whomever has been in the office of the mayor reports. I guess it's been all Democrats since I've been here, Republicans before that. And I mean, I think in an honest moment, in a o- completely honest moment, I'd probably rather not do that. Right. I j- just because it is so. It's not. It, if our mission is to talk about politics in a way that's about about information and informing about news the expectation when you interview a politician of anyone is to is to drill them down right to to make them squirm or to give them an opportunity to to go after their opponents as well and it just does it so often just doesn't fit in what we do and friend, and i'll be honest too the other thing sorry sorry politicians You guys are almost all crap interviews. (laughs) Your talking points suck. You are not interesting interviews. Very few of you are. And you may be good at your job otherwise, but you've got to be so on message that it's, I can't, I'm talking, it feels like I'm talking to robots Uh, with a, with a ton of them. And I have for a long time. um, but I also, you know, the, the I, so I'm just I really want to be on, and it doesn't matter. That's not a rip of of the current mayor, or let's say Geist wins. Geist wins going forward, I'll have the same opinion of it then that I do now. <laughs> I'd be lying if I said I looked forward to that when I see it on the schedule, and it's not personal about e- any of them, anyone, all the way from Colleen Sang to Beitler to to. Uh Gaylor Baird to potentially geist with all of these things, I'll have the same the same feeling about it. Anyway, more of the more of the comments though. Um Jeff said uh this was kind, he said the show's a gem, especially current configuration. Please don't make it more political. I can get that elsewhere. I want a Lincoln show what I think it is now. If I was gonna air politics going in one way, it would definitely be local before national. It would definitely be local for national. Yeah, I'm not I mean, we 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 actually hit the Bud Light thing on uh, Morning Drive today because I thought it was funny. They brought the Clydesdales back. You are never going to get me going on and on about a culture war item like that, that that every other that you're going to hear about from every other national TV radio show. You have 15 other places you can hear someone talk about that. And if you're super fired up about it, you can find somebody who you totally agree with talking about that.
2: Yeah, you can find plenty of places that are going to tell you the market
1: is saturated. If you're looking for someone to confirm what you think, uh, especially on national politics, you've got way better options than me. Always, I'm I'm man enough to admit that I'm going to be a crappy option for you to do that. Chris says, this is interesting, Chris says, as little political content as possible. Political talk is available all day. Uh, Your show is an escape from politics, even though you do cover it. Request Line Friday is such a great Friday morning event and has nothing to do with politics. Appreciate that um steve says jack you do a pretty good job completely unbiased opinion on republican or democratic politics which is what we need it's either so far so left or so far right there's no in between anymore and just a non-biased opinion on everything would be great and i had you know i had a listener come out and really get after me yesterday saying that i saying that i purport to be objective but i really sort of try and discreetly put my thumb on the scale lots of times. And I think, I don't know if putting my thumb on the scale might not be a a fair way to put it, but I think it naturally happens when you get into some of these things. You do, unless you're a newscaster and you're having a conversation with someone, it still comes out a little bit and you can kind of tell where someone is on something. On the other hand, I, I hate to break it to anybody, but like, I'm kind of middle of the road politically. (laughs) I kind of am. I don't like there's a bunch of stuff where I'm not like I don't identify with either of the either of the sides where you're getting most of your media commentators talking about it. So if I did talk about it, I would I would say a lot of you know what I would say and a lot a lot and I do say it a lot of times. You know what I say? I don't know. I'm not sure what I think about that. You know I say a lot of times about the decisions in the legislature and the city council? I say, I'm glad I'm not making that decision because it isn't completely obvious to me, and, and it is to so many other people. Let's go to the phones. I'm curious what Scott, not Molly, has to say. He's texting in. Scott, what do you think? Good morning. You can't stand me,
2: right? <laughs>
7: <laughs>
2: well, maybe. No, I mean, you guys, your show has done exactly what a show needs to do. If we want politics, we got tons of shows we can go to for that. You guys have balance. You guys get the news out there, but you don't get heavy-handed with it. You guys do a ton of sports. Okay, you might get a little heavy-handed with that, but we'll let that one go. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, between when topics come up, it's your triple generation that really helps you guys out. You know, you don't know anything about movies. Caleb does. Yeah. You know, you got your own sense of, you know, what you know. Mark's got his sense of what he knows. And you all kind of round
7: everything out. And you make us laugh.
1: Well, that's, and, and I'll tell you what, that's my, one of anything I do, that's my favorite thing to do. If I thought I was funny that means I had a successful show more than anything. Now, people may disagree on whether I was funny, but if I thought I was funny, it's a good show. Uh, Scott, that, mean, that means a lot. Thanks so much for saying that um, and, no and at least sharing that. I appreciate the feedback. Thank you. And I promise I was not doing... I know it's going to sound like, well, okay, this was a, a fishing trip for compliments. But, uh, it honestly was a question is where are the levels of politics and what? how do you want them to be at this point? Because I'm struggling... I think in my own mind to figure out where that is.
2: Well, given it, that there's just not people doing what we do in talk radio. Here's the thing. We behind the scenes, there're sometimes we have open segments and I don't know what you're going to start the segment with. As a program director, I'm glad you went this direction because I don't think as an industry we do enough market research to know what are the listeners, especially current listeners interested in. And yeah. for this show, what do people like about this show? What do they want more of, less of? Station as a whole, as well. Yeah,
1: yeah I, I agree. Uh, Steve says uh, do a pretty good job. Completely unbiased opinion on Republican, Democratic politics is what we need. It's either so far or so right. There's no in between anymore. There's a non-biased opinion on everything would be great. And and again, I don't know if non-biased is right. Like I'm not an apolitical being with no with no positions either. Like I. I'm a human. I've got opinions and I've got thoughts. It's just trying to it's just coming to a realization that this isn't a great place for me to sow the seeds of making people believe what I believe. It's it it just hasn't that's what my experience more than anything has told me is that I'm probably not going to change minds. And trying to change minds and trying to get people to think like I do on things especially the most deeply held things all it's going to do is alienate people and piss people off and and that's that's kind of the reality of that whole thing uh all right i want to get some of these other ones because there's just a just tons of texts here um number one debbie uh, who I think doesn't mind me saying, very, very conservative politically, very into politics.
2: Oh, She's, by the way, very much enjoyed seeing her at the uh, the LIBA event yes. last week she
1: says, "I think how you currently discuss political issues is the best for your show. I love politics and enjoy your limited discussions because I watch Fox News for my viewpoints. Your show is a pleasant break. Do not completely stop talking about politics, however, it impacts everyone. Yeah, that's. The, I mean, that's Debbie brings up a great point. There's a lot of it that is truly impactful for people too, without a doubt. You know things like tax rates and and especially stuff especially stuff in in local elections as well. Panhandle Steve uh, he says uh, you're doing it right. <laughs> don't do the don't do the thing that some other uh, radio hosts do. Keep it local as much as possible uh pine lake mike says great conversation and question i'm glad you're asking for opinions i'll send you an email later oh okay i'll be looking forward to that thank you pine lake mike uh midtown dave keep doing what you're doing continue to make fun of everyone on both sides I, i'm i will say that i do have a high level of annoyance with everyone involved in politics which sometimes comes out uh Wade, the ob- objective approach would be great everyone can op- opine on everything i'd like to get the info and form my own opinion yeah Ron, the less political talk, the better. However, we know there's some topics you have to cover. In those cases, I like the approach you're taking now, in which you try and come across as unbiased. Keep it up. Jason says, "I think the way you cover local politics is close to perfect. I wish you spent more time ta- more time on it. I can take or leave the national stuff unless it has a direct local connection. If you drop politics altogether, I probably wouldn't listen." Okay. Um, and then Andrew says I lean right on a lot of talking points and issues and regarding the show I love listening you guys talk about local politics because otherwise I would not be aware of what's going on I don't trust social media I don't trust the news but I enjoy listening to the show because everything truly gets presented with what's being talked about and the interpretation of what's going on and what people on each side are saying I really enjoy the independent take and it honestly makes for good conversation when you do make a more subjective opinion you're sure to mention it's your opinion as well reminds me a lot of show breaking points on Spotify so interesting!
2: Thank you guys for all the texts. Wow, are so I many can't get all that, of them. Yeah.
1: I'm sad I did, but I've, I'm reading them on. There's new of them. There's new ones, so I'll uh, keep doing that. Hey,
6: we got to take a hi later on this evening and into the overnight hours. A few of those could be on the strong to severe side. For the Channel Eight Storm Alert Team, I'm meteorologist Malcolm Byron.
0: You're listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on 1499.3 KLIN. I'll tell you, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Last night was a uh, kind of a
1: downer of uh, uh, last night. Uh, the responses, and they weren't all, you know, just rubber stamping everyone, uh, everything that we do. It was helpful and it was really encouraging.